You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for joining us here on a sunny Saturday in the heartland. And we're going to be doing some good this week here on the Mighty 1290 Coil and our uh, affiliate stations and RG Media partnering with Nebraska Medicine and UNMC uh, to raise money for a fantastic cause. And joining us now here on the program, Paul Baltus from Nebraska Medicine to uh, talk to us about uh, uh, what, what this fantastic event that we've got going on. Paul, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm great, Sean. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, great to have you here. Well, let's uh, let's just kind of get into the history of uh, this Buffett Cancer Center. I know everybody's kind of seen the construction as you drive along Saddle Creek. I've certainly been paying attention to it. I think it's a fantastic thing for our community. But you were there. You've been there since the beginning. So can yeah. you kind of tell us a little bit about uh, how it evolved and uh, where we are now, and then we can get into what's going on uh, this week. Well, it's great. I mean, it's been, like you said, it, it's been an amazing process to watch it take shape to get to where we are today and really has happened very quickly. Um, I mean, I can remember a few years ago um, talking with some of the administrators uh, there at the med center talking about, you know, before too long, we're going to need a a new way to care for cancer patients, to do cancer research and, and to handle the education side of it too. What we have is great, but it's not going to work in the future. Um, and from that sort of idea, it has sprung forth into something that's it's really um, unprecedented in the public-private partnership that went into getting to where we are now, where you see those big construction cranes along Saddle Creek and you see the building taking shape. But really the concept behind it is really what is fascinating, the, the idea of translational research, that, that our researchers are going to be doing work in the same geographic space, the same areas where patients are being cared for, and the idea is to get that research to the patients more quickly than ever has been possible in the past. Yeah, let's talk about that point, because I know noticed in uh, the promotional materials and then just doing some research about the issue, that's a very, very important little detail about being able to get it there as quickly as possible. Uh, can it's you elaborate on that? Yeah, it's it's the future of cancer care, and um you know, like I said, the way the way we do things now is fantastic. There, there are, I mean, as we speak, you could, you know, any any hour of the day, any day of the week, there's going to be somebody there in one of the research labs, hard at work, trying to figure out either a new way to diagnose cancer, a new way to figure out how cancer works or to treat it. What we're going to be able to do with this new facility is to bring those clinical care providers, the people who are caring for our friends and loved ones who've been diagnosed with cancer and are either in one of the outpatient treatment centers or in the hospital, they're going to be able to have direct contact much more easily with the folks in the research labs who right now are in these labs in different areas of campus, which are physically separate from the places where patients go to receive care. And one of the biggest things um, that this new facility will do is bring everyone together in one spot. And right. that really is the future of cancer care. Yeah, totally. And just more care coordination. I talked about in the previous segment on the IT side about interoperability, about having uh, everybody be able to talk to each other. It works the same way uh, in treatment uh, of cancer and other things. And it uh, looks like we've already made a lot of progress in the treatment of cancer. For example, I'm looking at some facts here from 75 to 77 
Uh, for example, the five-year survival rate of people with cancer was 49%, 2003 to 10, it's about 68%. I think with this futuristic approach, I mean, they could get that number up quite a bit higher, couldn't they, Paul? That's, that's the idea, and that's, and that's really when you look at, I mean, you know, 1970s, that seems like a long time ago, but it's, it, in, in the whole scope of human history, that's, that's not much time, and we've made tremendous progress in, in a relatively short amount of time. And I say we, I mean globally the cancer research community has made tremendous strides. So it's always, it always kind of bites at me when I hear people say, oh, you know, research, 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 are we really getting, how come we haven't cured any cancer? Well, the fact is they have. I mean, they've made tremendous progress in in the last several decades. And what a lot of people here don't necessarily realize is some tremendous progress has been made here in Omaha and and right there at UNMC. Their, um, the research that was done in the early to mid-80s about uh, lymphoma treatment and some of the trials that were brought forth, that's the basis for, for care around the world now uh, because of the work that they did, um, you know, 30 plus years ago. It translates into the fact that there are a lot of people alive today who would not otherwise be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that number that, that you just quoted, the, you know, their 68% um, five-year survival rate, that's a, that's a huge step forward from the less than 50% that it was before. But, you know, that's, that's still 32% of people who, who don't make it five years. And that number is little consolation to their loved ones, you know. So there's always more that we can do, and and that's that's the stated goal of of the Fred and Pamela Buffett Cancer Center is to is to make progress in that direction. Totally, totally. And that's what we're going to do. We're talking with Paul Baltus, Nebraska Medicine, talking about the uh, the new uh, Buffett Cancer Center uh, over there. You might have seen it being built, but this is a. Uh, something really important. I think it's also important for people to understand that cancer obviously is not a death sentence, especially with all these treatments, and many can be uh, prevented if they're or treated if they're caught early. Uh, can you talk about some of the things uh, that the new center might be doing on the prevention front? Sure. It's going to be it's going to be all things prevention and treatment. And so um, there are there are certain types of cancer that are very treatable. Um, thyroid is one that, that leaps to mind if it's caught early enough. The, the cure rates, um, and I know a lot of physicians are, um, you know, somewhat reticent to use the word cure, but, but these, these are treatable, curable conditions if they're caught early enough. So one of the, one of the other goals of the, of the Fred and Pamela Buffett Cancer Center will be to find new ways to detect cancer earlier and less invasively. And, and a lot of that is going to be based around genetics um, a lot of the research that's happening is happening at the, you know, at the genetic level. It's not just going to get a, you know, an MRI or or a or a CAT scan. It's it's going to be done um, personalized to the patient, so that um, somebody can look at their personal history and their genetic makeup and figure out if they're predisposed for cancer, and if so, what can be done about that. It's there's there's going to be a lot of progress made in those areas in the years to come. Wow, that's just kind of some heavy stuff. But uh, you know, you kind of just read about all the, the the crazy things happening in in just healthcare with research and and technology and everything like that. But just imagine being able to uh, 
kind of look at your genetic history and, and be able to predict and, and hopefully uh, preempt uh, some of these things. And that's kind of what they're looking to do, huh? It's, it's amazing to think of what, um, what's going to be possible. But that's, that's again, that's what, that's what we are going to do. It's not, and, and you know, I, I talk about these things um, because I, I have the privilege of working with people who, who have dedicated their lives to learning about this. So I'm, I'm sort of imparting their, uh, I'm, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants, as it were, to, to kind of share this information. I'm, I'm not a scientist, but hanging around with people who are, man, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's inspiring to think that these things that seemed like science fiction not that long ago are the, the stated goals of what we are going to do. It's not a, wouldn't it be nice if it's, and these these folks are talking about. Here's what we're going to do. I know you. <laughs> I I would just uh, like to add. You know, for example, I saw uh, a couple weeks ago a man was able to get uh, new arms. New arms. He didn't have arms, but they were able to be controlled by his brain. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is happening. It's just amazing to think about what else is ha- happening in the in the future. Uh, so have they broken ground? Or like, what where, What's the status? Is it open, or when's it going it, to be open? It's um, 2017 is, is the date that it will be open. The building is very much taking shape, um, and it's kind of hard to see unless you're on campus, but if you're if you have any occasion to drive through um, the Med Center campus, you can you can see the skeleton of the building rising up. Um, it's going to be right next to the Durham Research Towers, which are those two big modern glass buildings that flank Saddle Creek Road. And it'll be between, uh, between there and then the Durham Outpatient Center, which is one of the buildings in the middle of campus where um, a lot of our, our outpatient clinics are housed right now. That's um, really cool. That's really cool. So can you hang out for one more segment so we can bet. talk about this fantastic event? Yeah, it's going to be great. I'd be happy right. to. Don't go anywhere, folks. So you're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Paul Baltus from Nebraska Medicine and me, Sean McGuire. He's going to hang around for another segment to talk about uh, this fundraiser that we've got going for this cancer center Thursday and Friday here on uh, the NRG Affiliates. It's going to be a fantastic event, and uh, we'll be right back to talk about it. The memory of my angel could never cause pain. Years go by, I'm looking 